slur city this speech can be something like a shutter but never nothing related to a stutter shutter homes teach don't lie good times with my buddy old crow booze don't want to the voice my shit's hot no sound bite top of shit appreciate it never replicated ready mercury gets a hard on even six feet in the grave Hands get wet when they hate this. Men question sexuality when they consume this. They see a butterfly's wings. You know, to reality, they sound in a voice and change humanity. They sound off just genetics. After hearing madness, you'll be forced to fuck with prosthetics. Lines of coke, get your eye. Boys and lines of madness. Got holes, partnering on existence. Question of words, totally silly. Help be the bitch, the fleece willy. Your madness only on black coke radio. Yo, everybody out there, this is the world-renowned Joe Madden Show, and we are fucking live. We're talking about Facebook, we're talking about Twitch, Periscope, and the audio version. It's going to drop tonight. And we got a really special guest tonight. We got Alexis Chardin, comedian. Comedian, <laughs> a comedian. I'm gonna have her on the mic here really soon. I just wanted to play a, a little snippet though, just kind of give you guys a little, little nibble, right? Just a little taste. What's happening right now? Just going. Uh, here we go. Just a little couple moves here and there, right? Woo! Hey, just gonna look it up real quick. I had it. I had it pulled up. But for whatever reason, I mean, it is what it is. Here we go. We got uh, season two, episode two, April Walterscheide. That's a name. Here we go. What do we got? Hot fucking mic. As soon as it loads, right? We'll play a little bit. Hopefully, you guys, everybody out to inherit. Well, hello. Hello. Should I call you Miss Waterscheid? I don't even know if you guys can watch this or not. Look at this. It's actually Miss Waterscheid. So we get it. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe. All right, here we go. Working with shit technology over here. Waterscheid. So mean. So tell me. All right, so it's not getting off the screen. I don't know why. Girls on the couch? Chilling? Oh, I like all the Janet Jackson albums, so which one could be wrong? I meant to buy If by Janet Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> it's like she's mocking her or something. But I bought a really sad one. Um, I forgot the title. Oh, shoot. Uh... Man, I don't think I've ever seen anybody do this before. This is kind of, uh, I don't know, groundbreaking oh, stuff, right? Don't let me go. Say it just one time. 
Uh-oh. She's getting real. Oh, it's called again. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So you bought this single. All right. Single. I think she's on, though, right now. You're really good. Mm -hmm. You're going to get her on the, the fucking mic. All right, here we go. So we got Arizona's famous, right? Comedian. Probably out there famous in L.A. as well. All over the place, right? We have Lexis Chardet on the, on the mic. Hey, what's up, Joe? What's going on? How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I am doing awesome. Thank you for asking. Thanks for having me. So what's going on? Are those the world-famous glasses that you, uh, you put on all the episodes? No poncho today? You like it? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody likes it, right? Somebody out there likes it. Somebody loves it. <laughs> so tell us, uh, tell us about the show you do. What is it? What is it? It's only like the best show ever. <laughs> wow. All right. I love the No, seriously, people are biting off my idea, which is totally cool. If I can help uh, inspire your creativity in people, I love it. But um, yeah, so I, uh, I play a therapist character based off all the different therapists I've seen in my young adult years. And I created a character out of all those personalities mashed together and I invite my comedy friends to come over and sit on my couch and I offer them advice. <laughs> Whoa man like who they can does take that? it or leave I mean, it. That's they crazy. It leave it. <laughs> yeah. So what, what how do you come up with this idea though? I mean were you just taking a shit one day and you just kind of woke up and you're like <laughs> sitting there wiping yourself and you were like man this is a billion dollar idea that nobody out there is doing. Uh, kind of. It didn't happen when I was taking a shit, but uh, <laughs> I, was I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't there. Yeah. I was brainstorming with one of my friends about creating a podcast that I wanted to be. I wanted it to be insightful, and I did want it to be like beneficial and helpful for people as far as like health and wellness goes. But I also wanted it to be funny. So um, after you know doing some brainstorming, I just kind of came up with the concept with a friend of mine. Let me ask you a question, though. So does this only work, though, if you don't do it live? If you edit it, if you're basically in cahoots, right? You're like eye to eye with the comedian and you guys are brainstorming ideas. You guys are making something, right? Is that the only way it works or am I wrong? Well, um, it is improv. So when the cameras start rolling, the cameras don't stop. Um, the only reason why I don't do it live is because I'm a one woman show. So I do all the editing myself and with the multi camera angle that I'm doing, um, that actually adds a whole nother comedic element to it, you know, like with cinematography. So, and I'm kind of a perfectionist. So, um, yeah, I like to edit it make sure it looks good visually too. I mean, I'm trying to figure out right now, who the fuck am I talking to? Because I've been listening to some of your stuff, and I'm like, who is this person? I mean, Life you're not the same person, right? Is that the same day. voice? Nope. Uh, Cheers, though. Cheers to you. you that's can... a real Lexus, though, right? Yeah, this is me. This is really me. This is... All right. <laughs> what do you got cat. back there? A cat? All right. Yeah, that's Peter. Peter. He's Sometimes he's like a people dog call him Pedro. Pete. Little Pete. <laughs> Yeah. 
So this show that you created just basically out of thin air. Yeah. Now, I'm not trying to have an interview with him, with you. Just get that out the way, though. I'm just kind of trying to set s- stuff up so you got something to talk about, right? I'm trying to help you out. Right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so this whole idea that you just kind of just fabricated, how are people copying you? What, what are they doing? Um, I wouldn't say people are copying me. I'm just saying there are people that have kind of been inspired by that idea, you know. Um, there was one... Uh, I've actually had a couple of comedian friends ask me like, if it's okay, if I, if they like start this thing that inspired them by my idea, I was like, yeah, that's totally cool. I mean, it's a completely different show, but um, there's some people that have been doing like some, you know, self-help type podcasts with a, you know, comedy with a comedy element to it where comedians are needing help with their life and stuff like that. Um, So yeah, it's, it's inspiring people, which I like the whole idea of it though is, um, even though it's funny, just to kind of raise awareness with mental health, you know? Because, uh, yeah, that's a big one, though. That's, yeah. that's a big, uh, I mean, and, every and day, where, yeah, especially right now, you know, like every day is a constant battlefield in the mind, right? Like people take, uh, too much cabin respons- fever. <laughs> yeah. People take too much responsibility for their thoughts. Like, you know, just because something popped in your brain doesn't mean that, like, it's your thought, you know? It's not like, you know. It's kind of a combination, though, right? It's a community effort where you just kind of grab ideas wherever you just, you're living, right, basically. Yeah. Tell us something funny, right? Let's put you on the spot. (laughs) Something funny. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. What you got? Tell us something funny. Um, I'm drinking... A little bit of whiskey right now, and I don't drink it. Out of here, that's not whiskey. Yeah, I put a little bit of a splash of a squeeze of some mandarin in there. Um, Why? That's the only question I get. Because I like the citrus taste in my whiskey. Let me live my life, Joe. Jeez, all right, I got it. <laughs> all right, loud and clear. What the fuck are you drinking, Keystone? Yeah, with uh, pickle salt. So it tastes oh. amazing. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not like, judging you and your flavor. <laughs> hey, man. You know we're we're in. A, you should know about that. You're you're south of the border too, right? You're in Arizona. I didn't grow up here. Well, you know it is what it is. Like, <laughs> what are you gonna? Do I don't drink it? for a loco. But but um, you have right? No, you actually, I I never have. Actually, I might have tasted it in college once. But anyway, what I was gonna say, since you right. wanted me to say something funny, is I'm actually allergic to whiskey. And I'm drinking it anyway because I have a problem. (laughs) (laughs) That is hilarious. How are you allergic to whiskey? What does it do to you? The barley, like anything like gluten, barley, malt, like all that, it makes me get inflamed. Like my antibodies react to it. So I I get um, congested in my nose like I can't breathe. So I always limit myself. Wow. Yeah. That that might be... uh... A little health risky, though, right? <laughs> it's fine. I can Jeez. have one. <laughs> Is that what you usually drink, though? I think in that video I played every, you know, everywhere for everybody to watch, which, you know, I'm not even lying. I think we jumped your numbers, numbers by uh, double. Oh, you guys right? are the best. Thank you. <laughs> I think that was wine, though, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Like grape juice or something? It was probably like wine or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Back in, like, my mid-20s, whiskey was, like, my, my go-to, but I had a 
cool it down. So now like when I do drink, it's like, you know, Tito's because it's gluten free. Tito's, you should sponsor me. Man, that's not a bad one, man. That's right? uh, I think that's tequila though, isn't it? No. Everyone thinks that because the name Tito. It's vodka. I'm pretty sure it's tequila. No, no it's, it's vodka. vodka. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know. I only drink whiskey, so whiskey, beer, uh, Arizona tea. I love that shit. Uh, yeah, if you can we got find plenty of that. Uh, cherry limeade, it's amazing. Mm. Nobody carries it anymore, though, unfortunately. Make your so. own cherry limeade. No, it's going to cost more than a dollar. So no. Not if you make a ton of it, then it's like, you know. That is ridiculous. That is hoarding, ma'am. That's what that is. That is fucking hoarding. What so, kind of whiskey do you like? Uh, anything that's affordable. I mean, you know what? It all tastes the same going down. It's all going to burn the same. I don't need no ice. Just fucking just whiskey. Just room temperature is fine with me. Right? Don't need to cut it with nothing. I mean, it is great. OG. Just as it is. Right? OG. You an OG. So let me ask you this, though. So you do this show with comedians, right? Mm -hmm. Now, would it work the same way, though, if... You tried it a little bit of Sasha Baron Cohen style, and you were just kind of pretending that you were, I don't know, what would he call it, holistic healer or therapist? Is that what it is? I mean, I don't want to buy Yeah, a therapist, like life that. coach, yeah. Yeah, so if you tried it with, like, the normies, right, just, just the regular fellow Americans out there, I mean, would it work the same way? Would the magic be there? Um, I think so with the right guests. I'm actually thinking about, like, legit getting – a life coaching certificate, but um, obviously if I did it with normal people, there's going to have to be some paperwork. Um, I mean, oh, I already, already already have my comedian sign um, an audiovisual release. And it's funny because some people think <laughs> my friend Ricardo Leon came on to uh, my podcast and he has a pretty big following on, on his side with his podcast. And so all of us people were watching it and this one dude just like wasn't getting it. So I was giving him like terrible, like terrible advice, right? You talking about a comedian? Value, huh? You talking about a comedian that was on your show? Yeah, but one of his friends I was watching it was like, "This is like the worst advice ever." Oh my god, she's a real therapist. Like, oh my, like he just like wasn't getting it. Like he didn't. What were you saying to him though? What were you saying to that guy that that was on your show? What what kind of advice were you giving him? Do you remember? Oh, so he got he uh yeah. So like his whole thing was like him and his ex broke up because he cheated on her, and so I was like telling him like he should try polygamy and try like non monogamous relationships, and it's better oh, wow. to spread your love than to be just with one person. <laughs> So you were giving them some of that Mormon knowledge, yeah, right? That's what you were yeah, doing. yeah. You know, I don't understand people though. It's it's just like uh, when I used to do this uh, this bit, right? This this little thing. I, I used to I don't know. I didn't have a name for it. it just kind of came up out of thin air, just kind of like you. I would uh, get on these podcasting groups, and I would listen to the show just as a listener, right? I didn't know what mm -hmm. to call it, so I said I was doing reviews, right? Which I really wasn't. I would just kind of listen into them. Just for the first time, I didn't have any material. I didn't have any notes or anything like that. I would just kind of listen to them and play them, right? Because that's what people want. They want you to play this shit. I wouldn't get anything out of it. I wasn't sharing this. I wasn't promoting it, nothing. I would just jump on and do it because I was bored. Mm -hmm. So I would play the shows and I would give commentary throughout it. I would tell them how much they suck. Every now and then again, you, you, you get a great podcast. and I mean, I would show them some love and people would love it. They were like, you weren't mean enough. You weren't fucking this. You weren't that. And I'm like, I'm just having fun with it, brother. You know what I mean? Yeah. That sounds fun. 
Yeah, it was fun. And then people tried to do it, and they just quickly found out that they couldn't do it, though. I, don't, I mean, I don't know what the recipe is. I really don't. Um, I would just listen to it and just be myself, you know, just kind of just, I don't I know, think a lot of people it. have a hard time just being themselves, you know? Yeah, it's like, who the fuck are you, right? Like, which character are you today? I mean, does it have to do with mental health that you were talking about earlier, or does it have to do with something else? Maybe something deeper to, inside. Yeah, I think it has to do with energy for sure. One-liners. That's what you're giving me. All right. I can well, fuck I'm with that. You know what? I'm a pro. I'm a you want to talk pro. about energy? We can talk about energy. <laughs> we, can, we can talk about the fifth dimension and how we're affected <laughs> by like other souls and spirits. If you really want to go down that rabbit hole, we could talk about that. What do, you, what do you know about the fifth dimension? What is this fifth dimension? What is it for everybody out there watching? Or anybody well, out there listening? Well, we, live in, we live in the third, we live in a third um, dimensional um, universe. Well, we experience a 3D experience, but there's a fourth dimension and a fifth dimension. Uh, we are, our universe is multidimensional. So there are other dimensions that we can't necessarily see. So you pull that bell, right? The bell goes yeah. behind you. Yeah. Until you deprogram yourself from our corrupt government. <laughs> what What is this programming, though? Does it start, though, <clears throat> from as a baby, though? Because right oh, now, yeah, sure. what's happening, though, is they're giving them tablets. They're, uh, they're sitting them in front of the TV, and they're getting programmed by TV programs, right? Yeah, and it's not just that, but it's also the influence of your parents and your family, right? Because, uh, you know, our parents and our family members have also been programmed by TV, and there's this whole, you know... People are hearing it now. There's this whole narrative that they're pitching to us, like, "Hey, go get a job, be contribute yeah. to society, and you know, make money and buy a house and collect debt and go get an education in a corrupt school system and get married yeah. by a certain age and have kids and retire." And you know, it's like it's modern. There's a plan, right? Slavery. From like beginning yeah. to end. Yeah, it's, it's, is it's modern a form of slavery. slavery? Is it? Yeah, for sure. Explain that to us. Just look up the Rockefellers. We're their slaves. Hmm. So you're talking about bigger stuff that um, most people don't even think about. Well, I mean, a lot of it's coming to light now, you know, with everything that's going on in the world. So people are starting to kind of like think critically and think outside the box. But um, I just, I mean, like when when people start like researching this stuff, like you go down this rabbit hole and you kind of go crazy and... I think it's good to be aware of it. But at the same time, like if you look at like how our ancestors lived, like we're not really supposed to know what's going on in the rest of the world. We're really only supposed to know what's going on within like our tribe, right? Which would be like our family and the people that are closest to us. So if you look back on how we used to live, like you didn't know what was going outside of like your village or your tribe, right? You didn't know about wars and starving children and all the other bullshit that was happening. You just focused on your surroundings and your people in your community. I mean, so, you would kind of imagine though, right? If you're starving at home, if you ain't got no fucking money, I mean, one would think though that there's probably a whole lot of other people out there in the world that are probably facing the same adversaries. I mean, it, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like is you. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. But what I, what I'm saying is like with the social media and the news, right? They're always telling us like the bad news and we're always seeing the bad things and that influences that influences us. That makes us feel a certain way. It gives us that anxiety. 
It can make us sad. It can make us depressed. And so like, there's a lot of people that are like, dude, you know, deleting their Facebooks and their Instagram accounts. And like, I get it. I did that for a while just so you can like unplug and just focus on you and creating like your own personal piece. Because think about every time, like you sign on social media and you see some bullshit and you're like, Oh my God. And you just want to like immediately sign off. Right. Yeah. I mean, I hear you. Yeah. So I've seen a lot of that zip popping. Have you seen that? Oh, the doctor, the do the pimple popper doctor. Oh my gosh. It's just like so many fucking videos. I saw this guy that looked like he had like a pair of balls growing out of his nose. Oh man. He just painted a picture nobody wanted. All right. And it was That's big crazy. too. Like the balls are bigger than his head. He had like this abscess growing <laughs> out of his nose. I was like, ooh. <laughs> Gross. So, so how did you get thing. into this comedy thing? I mean, you got to be a little bit crazy to do it, though. That's what I heard, right? Um, yeah, I mean, but aren't we all crazy? We all have our own level of crazy. I kind of stumbled into it. Um, I started in radio, and then when I moved to L.A., I wanted to, like, break into TV. And one of my friends recommended me taking some improv classes. And there was, like, some comedians in that class. And I ended up being a friend, um, becoming friends with one of them. And she was like, hey, let me... Um, you should do stand up. We should like get together and write sometime. She's like, would you ever do stand up? And I was like, I mean, yeah, I love comedy, but like, I was like, I don't know. I don't know. And she's like, just come on. Like we'll work on some jokes. And so she helped me with some jokes and I performed at a uh, flappers in Burbank, California was the first place I ever performed at. And yeah, uh, yeah, you've been to the comedy store too, right? That place is pretty famous. Yeah. I've been to the comedy store. Yeah. Comedy store is a cool, cool spot. Even though it's like famous, they always have amateur shows there. So, what is the crowd like? What is the energy you're feeling when you're going up there for the first time? Um, the crowd that I had was super supportive. Like I told them, like right on as I got up, I was like, "This is my first time." So if you guys don't laugh, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And uh, they, I mean, for the most part, like my most of my set was pretty solid. There was like a few minutes where I kind of lost them a little bit, got a little too dark, but uh, it was good. Man, but you gotta you gotta make them feel a little bit uncomfortable, right? Or else you're not doing your job, right? Oh, I love making people feel uncomfortable. It's like one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> what is, what is like one of your favorite jokes that you tell? You got anything? Um, I have this joke about, I've been writing more jokes about my daughter cause she's, um, 10 now and our conversations get, uh, super interesting. So I have this joke about, um, teaching her how to, you know, teaching her how to have self, um, how to be like, um, clean and have good hygiene. And uh, oh, wow. so, yeah, the joke goes like this. So, um, you know, I try to be a really easygoing parent. I don't enforce a lot of a lot of rules in the house. I do have one rule in particular. Um, you know, take a shower at the end of the day. Don't go to bed dirty and take a shower after you take a shit. And uh, she doesn't like that rule very much. She's always like in the bathrooms singing for like 35 minutes. I go and knock on the door like, hey, are you taking a poop in there? She's like, no, I'm just singing. <laughs> like, well. You know, if you're taking a poop, you got to take a shower afterwards. She's like, oh, mom, but it's only a little one. I'm like, wow. All what right. she doesn't realize is <laughs> I'm trying to teach her how to have an adventurous sex life when she becomes an adult. And uh, no man or woman's going to want to toss her salad after just a little one. Oh, man, there's got to be somebody out there, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, would no you idea. toss the dingleberry salad? 
Man, I just I don't even want to go down that rabbit hole, man. I really don't. That's that's yeah. a crazy conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so, comedy though, what do you, what inspires you though? Do you have some comedians that you're just like, man, these guys are money? And who do you not like? Uh, who do you think sucks? Right? Who do you think's garbage? I don't really like to. I I have this like thing within myself where I don't like to say that someone's garbage or someone's not funny because there's so many different tiers in like like there's like a whole like hierarchy of like of humor right like there's like mama jokes down here and then there's like a whole nother level of intelligence jokes at the very top so everyone's on a different wavelength as far as like intelligence and humor so I mean, there's stuff that I used to watch like in college that I thought was like so funny that now like I just don't find funny because like I've grown, I've evolved from that, you know? So, um, and comedy is subjective, just like anything else, everything's subjective. So just because I think someone's not funny or they don't make me laugh doesn't mean that they don't have like people that think they're funny. Like I'm not a huge fan of like blue collar comedy, but I mean, that's like one of the most successful comedy franchises out there, you know? Yeah, blue collar. I mean, you're you're talking about blue collar, like um, yeah, the, like the guys, uh, Larry the Cable Guy, and yeah, all those guys. Like, I'm not really a, f a fan of that because I mean, I can't really relate to that. I didn't grow up in you know a trailer park, and you know, with my <laughs> my mama like trying to fuck my uncle and all kinds wow. of weird shit. Wow, you know? <laughs> so, dang! All right, I can't really relate to that, you know. So what do you think has, like, shaped you as a comedian? I mean, is there something that in your life where you're like, man, that, I think that was the turning point where it just kind of made me who I am? Um, I don't know. I mean, when I was younger, I had a hard time, like, speaking up for myself, and I was pretty shy. So I think comedy was a way for me to help find my voice. And, um, I mean, I'm very observant. I like to, like, look at things in different perspectives and see things that are funny. And <laughs> so, I don't know. I just like sharing perspectives and... Because, I mean, um, it's like I posted this thing on Instagram I saw the other day. I had shared it, and it was, like, a picture of this, like, weird shaped uh, – it was a weird shape. Like, it was a circle on one side, a square on another side, but it was, like, a 3D shape, right? And there was different lights being shined on it. And the shadow on one side showed a circle. The other shadow so showed a square. And the other shadow third, um, showed a triangle. And so it was saying, you know, those, these perspectives are all true, but the actual shape is what's – what's the truth, right? Everyone has a different perspective and all those perspectives are true, but there is also a truth behind everything. Just like people say, there's, you know, three sides to every story. There's one side, second side and the truth, but, um, right. everyone ha yeah, everyone has a different perspective. It doesn't mean that it's false. Yeah. It's not a, it's a bad way of looking at things. So yeah. what do you think about what's happening like right now? And 2020, I mean, we got the mask. I mean, that's a debacle. We got um, Corona. Who knows if that shit's fucking real? We got the uh, flu. I mean, there's just so much stuff happening, right? Yeah. Um, how I look at it and what helps me stay sane is that there's a huge uh, shift happening in our world. And it's, it's a good shift. It may not look like it, but um, it's a, an amazing time uh, for humanity right now to really come together and rise up and be a part of something that's bigger than yourself. And if people can get off sides, like being right, being left, being, you know, uh, liberal, being a Democrat, like it really doesn't matter. Um, I think if we just all try to be humans 
and do what's right, what we feel is right in our heart and what, and lead ourselves with love. Um, I, I think we're going to be starting to see like some really, really dope oh, wow. changes in the world. There might be some people crying right now listening to this person. <laughs> you know, there might be somebody out there shed some tears, you know? Yeah. So stay positive, you guys. What about these Black Lives Matter movements? I mean, is that still going on? Do you, do you believe in that? Yeah, um, I believe it. I'm an advocate for it. Um, I've spoken up about it. But um, again, just getting back to like the larger picture, it's it's all these movements to save the children, Black Lives Matter, you know, all that, you know, it's, um, it's all about being a human and believing in human rights and empowering humans to be better. So if we all just start looking at that, then there won't need to be a Black Lives Matter movement. There won't need to be save the children, right? So I think if we just all focus on being better humans, um, that's where we have to start. We have to start with ourselves. We can't change anything if we don't start with ourselves. I kind of felt like you wrote all these answers down. You're just kind of like throwing them at me. You're like, oh, click here. That's the no. response. You said, you said you weren't really going to be asking me questions, and here you are asking me questions. So, so what do you want to talk about? Let's, let's hear what you got to say. Um, what do I want to talk about? I don't know, dude. I'm just like excited. I'm excited to be here and chat with you. We had fun talking on the phone the other day, and um, yeah, I don't know. What are you excited about? Like, what are you excited about? I'm excited about coming? next week's show. We're oh, talking yeah, about me Wednesday. Too. Yeah, me too. I'm excited I mean, for that. We're going to have you on the show. We're going to have a singer. We're going to have uh, two guests. So I don't think anybody out there is doing like this uh, podcast and thing like that. I mean, I, I can't think of anybody who's doing that. It's kind of like a oh, variety yeah. hour. Oh, we got mm -hmm. a comment. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> I on? love these kinds <laughs> of questions. What do you got? You, you want to answer that one? Uh, dude, I can't stand. That's a hard question because I really don't like banjos and harmonicas are a lot of fun. So does that mean that like I want to actually be able to speak? It would just be harmonica coming out all the time? Man, you, you would be playing a banjo with an arm. And then, or you would have a harmonica for a mouth, apparently. Yeah. That's a crazy question. Where are you from, man? Come on. <laughs> How do you say his name? I don't even know. I would, I would choose banjo for an arm just because I still want to be able to tell jokes. I would go neither. I mean, that's, that's too much. I mean, you I, can't I choose like the neither on a would you rather <laughs> question. That just, that defeats the purpose. I got a would you rather <laughs> question. It's my favorite. Okay. So, Joe, would you rather, would you rather, Fart confetti are um are sounds messy. Yeah. <laughs> are burp farts. Whoa, man. I mean, it's probably the confetti one. I mean, that's probably the the good one because you're you're spreading happiness everywhere you go. People are gonna laugh, right? Right. Yeah, but everyone's gonna know when you fart though. But if you burp fart so, then it's just gonna be just stinking up everything where you go, right? I mean, <sighs> Yeah. Might as well just go with a confetti one. Make everybody happy. I like farts you? and I like confetti. So definitely going with the, the confetti farts. Are you, are you a girl that, that just goes around just farting everywhere? You're just like, hey, guys, no. listen to this. No, but I was like within our family. Yeah, but not, not in public. I try to be. So we got somebody on Twitch from Ohio. All right. Not hating on that. You ever, you ever do anything in Ohio? 
No, I haven't been yet, but I need to go soon. My one of my best friends moves back out there, so I got to go visit her. So this uh, this LA thing, though, there's a lot of interesting stuff happening in LA, though. I mean, they're they're shutting down everything. Uh, people like Rogan are leaving, right? They're moving to Texas. Supposedly, the amenities that were there that you are paying all this money for, they're just they're unavailable. So people are just ready to bounce. What do we got? Who is more likely to steal a plunger for a bathroom emergency? Probably Joe, because I actually have plungers. <clears throat> Man, I don't even know what a plunger is. So there you go. You don't know what a plunger is? No idea. Or your toilet when you clog it up with all your <laughs> shit. You really don't know what a plunger is? Man, I go outside in a hole. I don't know what you guys be doing. No, you, hey, that's you probably a outside. lot more ego-friendly to do that. So I applaud you. Where does the poop go, though? That's what I'm wondering, though. It goes to a magical place where it just kind of gets filtered, right? I mean, that's what's happening, right? It goes into the sewer, and then it goes back into our ocean. That's kind of fucked up. Think about it. That's really well, fucked up. Well, I mean, up. is it, though? I mean, like, if we were, like, you know, back to Kate. What if man, the fish did that to us, though? They were like, let's just go and pump all the fish poop in the land. I mean, would that be fucked up? <laughs> I mean, it's just poop. It just goes, it just disintegrates. And I mean, if you're eating good, it nourishes the earth, you know? Wow. If you're eating good, it nourishes the earth. So if you're eating McDonald's, maybe not so much. Yeah. That's crazy. There's some crazy thoughts out there. We got another one. Here we go. What do we, what do we got here? <sighs> For murder. Wow, Joe. Say murder, Joe looks. Joe looks like a murderer. <laughs> I mean, you're the one sitting people down on the fucking couch, and you're like, "Hey, tell me your life." I'm trying to tell jokes over here. I don't care how sad. And you that are. that makes me a murderer. Maybe. I mean, have you ever watched that show Dexter? It's not too far fetched. Uh, I don't know. You have no idea. Huh? You're just enjoying your drink over there, and you got a uh, ice in there, or no? I got a big ice cube in here. Is it one of those ice cubes that's, like, fake? You just kind of freeze it? No, it's a real ice cube. Oh, real ice cube, all right. I don't do fake ice around here. We'll use that real ice, you know, glamorous lifestyle. Is that, is that what it is, glam? All right. Yeah. <laughs> so what gets you excited, though? Like, there's a lot of stuff out there in the world that's just beautiful. Dude, art, creativity, like, that kind of stuff really excites me. I love seeing, like... When people really share their like talents and creativity with the world, you know, like you I mean, know, look I'm, at look at all that. Like you're a sports guy, right? Yeah, I love sports. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, when you see your favorite athlete like do like you know some amazing acrobatic athlete shit and score a touchdown or slam dunk or whatever, like that's greatness. It's it's great to see people performing what they practice all the time and doing it very beautifully. You know, I don't, I don't even see it that way, though. I see it like these people are getting paid to have fun entertaining people that nobody else on the planet could probably do as good as them, right? I want to get paid for doing what I love all the time. It's like a dream job come true. Definitely me. I have been on the watch list. After I researched some um, conspiracy theories, I started getting all these weird phone calls saying that my Social Security was canceled and all this stuff. Oh my gosh! You, you talking about this camera? So, right? That's what you talking about. They're watching us right now. Somebody's got some questions. 
It's a question hour with Lexi Chardin and Joe Madness. That's what's happening. How'd you get the nickname Joe Madness? Man, I don't know. I, I, I think I I think I saw a poster, right? Like I had this poster from uh, the Devil's Rejects and it said Murder, Mayhem and Madness. And I was like And you Man. think I'm the one that was gonna be a murderer and you're getting inspired by something with the word murder in it? Maybe. Yeah. There's there's a the there's a truth though behind and there's a line that you don't cross, though, right? I mean, it's just fun enough. It's entertaining enough. But then if you go over that line, you're like, man, I don't think I'm going to make it because I'm not smart enough to um, kill anybody. I mean, everybody seems to get caught except for, like, the some of them that just happen to disappear, though, right? Just kind of disappeared in the thin air and then nowhere to be found ever again. Right? I feel like uh, Mordecai is up to something. Here, I'll be working with the government, though, right? Like, yeah. I stop posting his comments. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. No fucking idea what's going on. That is that is crazy. That's never happened though on uh, the history of the show. I've never had anybody just. Hey, man, I got I got a billion questions. You know, I don't know who the fuck <laughs> you are, but let me let me ask you everything. I they're probably like with. advertising us on the on the dark worldwide web. Like this. But you know what? Will... If you're watching right now, go and share the fuck out of the stream. Do us a favor. <laughs> So tell us about these conspiracies, though. There's a lot of good ones out there. Like, uh, what, what do we got? What's your Flat favorite? Earth theory. Um, my Earth. favorite. Man, there's a lot of good ones, though. I right now, what I'm going with, though, it's kind of amazing to me. I don't, I don't feel like this COVID nineteen thing is real, though. I, I think it's a bunch of bullshit. I, I don't see it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it doesn't matter where you go. I mean, I live in a a city of population probably over a million, and. <clears throat> I've gone everywhere. I mean, I've, I've traveled all over the place. I've been around people even before the mask thing was a thing. Even with it, though, I'm like, oh, you got to wear it. And then, I mean, by the time I put it on my face, it's already over. Right? You know what I mean? The, the, the fucking danger is gone. So, yeah. yeah. I haven't got anything, though. I mean, I've gotten one symptom. And uh, I don't even want to talk about that symptom because it's, it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it's in your balls. What happened to your balls? Oh. I mean, we're talking about, like, I've had, like, months and months of diarrhea. It's so fucking insane. Like, uh, no matter what I eat, it's just like, boom. You got gut issues, buddy. Yeah, it seems like that. It, it seems like a big one, though, when it comes to corona, though. It's got to be a big one, though. But they got, all the, they got all the bases covered, though. If you're having a menstrual cycle, you might have corona. I mean, <laughs> right? you got the sniffles, corona. A little yeah. headache, corona. I mean, it doesn't matter what it is. I mean, it's just everything. Um... I definitely think it's real. I think I had it in February. Um, Did you get the, the swab up your nose? No, I'm not going to get any tests. Fuck that. Why not? Because I'm going to end up on some list and like not be able to like do shit later in my life. Don't get a test. That's what I've been telling everybody because uh, the WHO, I don't know if you know who that is, World Health Organization. They came up with a video back in, I, I think it's March. And they were like, you know what? China, they're not, they're not wrong in what they're doing. Going in and, and ripping people out of the homes. And then we, we could do that, though. Yeah, we could do that here in the U.S. And yeah, I'm like, who the fuck is going to sign up for that? That's crazy. My ass will stay home. and You could I stay will. home. They'll, they'll rip you out, right? Yeah, I mean, 
That's why I'm not going to get a test. Not doing it. I'm healthy right now. My daughter is healthy. Got two healthy cats. I work from home. Like, you know. So as far as I know, I you know I've been quarantined for like three months because I'm always home. <laughs> you know, I used to I used to live in uh, Tucson. I used to live over there, and Ooh. it feels like whenever you step outside. I mean, not only does it look like a a fucking uh, a crater in the ground whenever you're driving up to it, but whenever you step outside, it feels like you're walking into a fucking oven. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They say that uh, it's funny because they were saying that um, heat is supposed to help kill it. But it's funny because, you know, we had a spike in Arizona because they weren't really following the I mean, we did the shelter in place, but then we went right back to normal. But um, yeah, I mean, I think the virus is real. I know I have some friends that had loved ones passed away. So I definitely think it's a legit thing. I think it affects everyone differently. Um, but I think what's really messed up is, you know, them closing the gyms and not letting us do things that keep us healthy to build up our immune system and to, vi- and to fight such viruses, you know? So it's, that's, what's really scary to me. The, the masking might be a conspiracy though, because. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're not really allowing yourself to breathe oxygen. You're just breathing back in your carbon yep. dioxide. I understand. Yeah. It definitely helps you from spitting on people and like spreading it that way. Um, I've been seeing some people wear like the shields. Have you seen those? Yeah. I've seen them on the internet. That's, that's yeah. fucking insane. Yeah. <laughs> ah, that's hilarious. Man, yeah, that's like you gotta that, love the trolls, though. You gotta love them. That reminds me of that one uh, movie with the guy with the, with the squirrels on on the swirls on his face. Um, what was it? Where he's like, "You want to play a game?" and he like forces them to kill people and stuff. Oh, I, yeah, I know. What you're talking about, you're talking about Saw? Saw. Yeah, Saw. Yeah. yeah. That movie was so groundbreaking. Man, I was in uh, I was in tech school in the military out there actually here in san antonio and uh, me and this guy went to the movie theater because we had a little bit of time and i mean i haven't seen a fucking movie in months man it's been like so long and this guy's like yeah you can get a brochure from the movie theater and it'll tell you every fucking movie that they were showing it'll give you a synopsis i mean a rundown whatever right mm-hmm. and i'm like really man the shit fucking white people come up with i mean i didn't even know it was a real thing but Anyway, we're, we're looking at the fucking uh, the list, and he's like, yep, that's the one. And then I didn't even look at it. We just walked into the movie theater, and I'm like, wow, this is amazing. I've never seen anything like this in my life. Yeah. You didn't get the whole uh, perspective like the same way, the same feeling that I got? You were just like, it's a horror movie. I don't like them. I'm, I like, okay, so like I loved like screen, all the screen movies growing up. Because for one, the cinematography in those movies and the music is just so on point. Like Scream was one of my favorites. I really liked I Know What You Did Last Summer, um, all of those. Um, I Know What You Did Last Summer and Scream. They kind of seem like the same to me. <laughs> well, they were they, those are like the two movies that like compl- competed with each other in the 90s. You know, like first there was a Scream movie. Then it was I Know What You Did Last Summer. And then yeah. there was Saved by the Bell. No. <laughs> Save by the bells way before both of those for sure. Now what are you drinking? Man, this is uh this is uh, an amazing little cocktail that's only a dollar. John Daly's. 
You're doing a whole lot of mixing there, sir. You're going to be sick tomorrow. No wonder why you have diarrhea. <laughs> Man, I don't even know how that happened, though. I was just like, uh, I think my girlfriend was like, uh, you got Corona, or I got Corona. And I think you gave it to me, and I was like, probably, because uh, the fucking house where I live in, they all got it. Actually, yeah. half of them. So... Man, I don't know. I don't know what to believe, though, because when you talk about misinformation, you talk about where you get your information from. A lot of people get it from, like, Twitter, Facebook, social media. And then, I mean, that's not reality. That's not a real thing. That's uh, people. Basically, this is how I would explain it, though. If the people that are smart, right, that everybody can come together and be like, oh, they're fucking smart. They're the ones handling this, right? If they can't come to terms on anything... What do the rest of the population do? The minions, the, uh, the, the underlings, right? Whatever you want to call them like us, right? We're like arguing. We're having debates about shit we can't even fucking understand. I mean, it's just a silly thing. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to believe about it. Well, I mean, the human mind, like, we, like, feed off knowledge. We have, like, reasoning minds, right? Where you hot. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> man. It's just fucking crazy. So it's like... Us as humans, like, we have to have answers. We have to know everything. And then, like, the ego inside of us has to, like, you know, we always want to be right. So that's where, like, the debates and the arguments come from. Um, but, I mean, I don't think, like, again, like, when I was talking about perspective, you know, like, everyone has a perspective. Everyone has an experience. And it's, like, if we can take all that information collectively, we could probably try to figure this out. But again, like from people that I know that have had it and have tested positive, everyone's had a different experience. It's really like, it's so unpredictable. And that's what makes it so hard to figure out. But my, my question is, though, with, with this whole thing, though, because obviously we, we don't have access to any of this information ourselves, like firsthand, right? And if we, even if we did, though, we probably wouldn't even understand it, but... Would it be a crazy idea to just go to a hospital and be like, all right, let me get exposed to this and then find out what it really is so I can jump on the podcast so I can talk to some people out there, have people watch and really be able to get some truth, some understanding about what it really is? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I wish I had a scientist friend that had a badass lab <laughs> where we can go and like swab somebody that has corona and figure it out but you want to be the guinea pig though that's what you're saying no i don't know <laughs> i know a friend that would be the guinea guinea pig for sure but i mean yeah man it sucks because like, you don't know who to trust right so what do you do you just got to figure out how to live your best life in the meantime and be as healthy as you can if it's your time it's your time that's how i look at it if it's my time to go I'm just really surprised that there wasn't more like toilet paper jokes, though, because whenever that shit kicked off, I mean, the toilet paper fucking, uh, I don't even know what it, what to even call it. I mean, was it a, a, a toilet paper war? Obviously, you have corona and you're like shitting your pants, so you understand why everybody was buying all the toilet paper. Like, why are you even asking that? Like, you're going through it right now. Probably got like shit stains in your underwear as we're wow. speaking. Wow. Man, that would be horrible. I mean, what kind of life would that be to live? You're like, oh man, I, I just I gotta buy some new underwear right now because this is. Have you ever uh, been so sick? Have you ever been so sick that it was coming out of both ends? 
Oh, I actually heard about that the other day. But no, have it has you happened experienced to me, that? No. No. Dude, no, there was like four years ago when um, there was this sickness going around. It's a, it's a bacterial virus that it happens a lot in lots of different places when summer starts and kids start going to the, going to the pool. Because what happens is they shit in the pool, right? Yeah. And then, like, the bacteria from the pool, from the shit and, like, the chlorine, like, doesn't mix well. So you, if kids swallow the water, then they get sick. And then pretty much your body, like, has to just clean you out. So you'll get, like, explosive diarrhea, and then you'll also be Whoa! throwing up. And my daughter got it, and she gave it to me. And it was, like, three days straight where I was, like, going to the bathroom like pooping my brains out and then having to take a, a garbage basket and puke at the same time. And just when you thought that there was like nothing else left in your body, you're like projectile vomiting, like body fluids and water, like all the water that's left in you until like everything was gone. And I couldn't keep any food down for like five days. I couldn't keep water down. I couldn't keep, it was like the worst thing ever. I would not worst it. I would not wish it on my worst enemy. It was like, Literally, like you're you're just projecting everything out of your system. Wow! Jeez. Yeah, people think. How long did this that. happen, though? I mean, what was the time span? It was like three, four days. days. Three, three, four, four days. days. Yeah, my yeah, daughter. I mean, you know, kids b- bounce back quickly, so it was like she she had like thrown up, and I like put her in bed. And when I woke up the next day to check on her, she she had a bunk bed. She like threw up twice on her lower bunk and then moved to her top bunk and then threw up all over her top bunk. So like I had to like clean it all up. And my friend who's a nurse was like, dude, you got to make sure that like you don't touch that shit. You like bleach and shower because like even just touching the tiniest bit like particle of it, you'll get it. And um, so I was like super careful, had gloves and all that. I got it. My mom got it. My grandpa got it. We all went through it. It was awful. And how many toilets? I mean, you're talking about one household, right? Well, I mean, my grandpa had a decent house, a decent sized house. So my grandpa had his own toilet, and my mom and my daughter shared a bathroom upstairs, and I had my own bathroom downstairs. So Peyton, my daughter, got it first, and then she was fine. And then I went through it, and my mom went through it, and my grandpa went through it. So it was kind of like. <laughs> You're like, no guests, no guests. We don't have enough yeah, toilets. Yeah, my boyfriend at the time was like, dude, I am not coming over there. Until <laughs> that's a good reason again. to not be yeah. with somebody, though. It's just like I don't want that anymore. Oh, no, I was all you mad at him. Like, you off. don't care about me. You're not taking care of me. You need to bring me a sandwich. He's like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> a sandwich? Not that I can eat you anything. Want is a damn yeah. sandwich? Oh my gosh, that's an easy one, though. I mean, fucking bread, maybe some lettuce. Some people hate vegetables, so maybe not even that. Maybe I love that mayo. Ew. Jeez Louise. No wonder why you have diarrhea. <laughs> eating mayonnaise? You don't like mayonnaise? Really? You're eating mayonnaise mm. by itself? No. no. No, but here's the story, though. I, I know that a lot of old people love to eat raw meat, and they will put mustard or mayo in there. And raw they meat? Eat it. You never heard of that? What kind of raw meat? Beef. Ew. Yeah, that's a real thing. Yeah, it's a real thing. I like uh, sushi. I love sushi. My problem with sushi is that no matter how much you buy, you're never full. 
Never. Ever. Never. Nah, that's, I think you do get full eventually, especially when you have, like, the rice and stuff. I know. It doesn't happen, though, like, just quick enough. Because you're like, man, I need some more fucking food. You know? Like, what else can I fucking eat? You know, I didn't smoke any weed, but I got the fucking munchies. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. So, you're excited about jumping on the show for next week, though. Yeah, I am. Man, you know, me, me and Tom, right, the other guy on the show, we had this conversation. He's he's based out of Wisconsin. And Wisconsin. he's like, man, I, I don't think anybody uh, would want to do this. I don't think anybody. Because they, they all say the, the Zoom comedy is bullshit. I mean, you can't feel the crowd. You can't feel the, feel the energy. And everybody's just hating on uh, live performances through the Internet. You know what I mean? People need to adapt, man, dude. I mean, like, with everything that's going that's on. That's what I'm like, saying. Exactly. Yeah, you got to adapt. And honestly, you'll, you're going to reach a broader audience doing the online comedy right now than going to a comedy club, right? It's like, there's been times I've gone to comedy clubs and only six people, you know, showed up. But one thing about, like, that's cool about, like, when you're on Zoom and on these types of shows, right, is they're already online. And let's say, again, only six people, but you got someone in Florida, you got someone in New York, you got yeah. someone in Arizona, Texas, Washington, whatever the case may be. Yep. And they're already on their device or computer. So they're listening to you talk. They think you're funny and they look you up right away, follow you or whatever, start listening to your other stuff. It's just, I think it's a lot more um, productive as far as if you're really trying to build a following and put yourself out there, you know? Yeah, I mean, especially when you talk about the comedy clubs like nowadays, they are uh, they're telling everybody that you can't have your cell phones, you can't have your devices. So if somebody likes what you're doing and they want to share it, I mean, they can't do anything. They can't record mm -hmm. it. They can't do nothing because people yeah. are so freaked out, losing the material, people stealing the stuff. I mean, I get it. I understand it. I just don't agree with it. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, I don't mind that, but, like, I get it when you're, like, filming a comedy special or something like that, or you're getting ready to film a comedy special, but, I mean, yeah. like, the smart the smart comedians are putting material out there, you know, skits and recording jokes and sharing it, and that's really, I'm trying to do more of that. Um, some of these comedians are better, like, where they're posting, like, something new every day or, like, every week, and I'm trying to be more consistent with that, but I have my podcast, too, so... You know, yeah. it's funny you talked about this shitting out of the mouth and the ass because I don't know if you heard about this guy. His name's Andrew Schultz. He oh, does, yeah. Uh, yeah, he does that flagrant podcast, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he did a whole fucking bit about on the show where he talked about his girlfriend, his fiance. They were on a fucking airplane. And he was like, oh, baby, man, I, I got you, whatever you need. And then he walked into the fucking restroom. He looked in there and he was like, nope. Like, I, I can't do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, she was shitting out of her fucking ass and throwing up everywhere. Yeah. And he, it got to the point where she was just like, you don't need to be here. It's just it's too much. <laughs> no. And he was like, all right, all right. I mean, it's totally understandable, though. It gets to that point in a relationship where you, you know that's the point of no fucking return. Oh, Whenever yeah. you see something like that, you cannot unsee it. You know what I mean? There's no sexy thing. There's uh, what I saw, what's hey, in bed, and then nothing. 
You know what I mean? You got nothing after that. Some Ooh. guys are into it. Some guys are into it. You, you bet these people. Um, so I'm working on this new project. It's That's the be... project! <laughs> ah! Oh my gosh. Um, I'm working on this new project. It's going to be like kind of a super, super um, quick podcast with my friend Dana, where all we do is talk about like toilet humor. It's going to be a quick podcast. What are you talking about? 10 minutes? Like the episodes. Yeah. The episodes are going to be super short and we have a video version too. That my only question out. is why though? Why? I mean, I, so... I'm one of the guys and it's just like a 10 minute podcast. Fuck it. I don't like it. <sighs> so, Sell me on this. What do you let got? Me get a, let me get a little bit more comfortable here. Um. Oh, now we can kind of see you. Okay. Oh, the light here. Let me turn on the light really quick. One sec. One sec. So we're fucking live right now with Lexi Starday, a comedian that lives in Arizona, and uh, she's going to be on the experiment show doing a set. So if you guys like anything that she's fucking coming out of her mouth right now, you can only imagine it's probably maybe going to be amazing, right? Amazing. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm selling wolf tickets. I don't even fucking know. <laughs> I'm selling fucking wolf tickets. So years ago, when I first moved to L.A. and when I was like, you know, trying to do the whole like TV thing, I started vlogging on YouTube. And I don't know if it's just because like the time that I chose to get into it. And, I, and if I was like ahead of the game with the tags and like the YouTube algorithm and shit. Yeah. But I started getting a lot of people, um, you know, following my videos and sending me messages and I was vlogging about being pregnant, and this girl had messaged oh. me and asked me if it's Yikes. true that farts are really bad when you're pregnant. Woo! And so I did a whole video about it, and I titled it Farts Are Sexy. And then, you know how, like, you pick your oh thumbnail? My. Yeah. You know how, like, YouTube gives you, like, three thumbnails to choose from? Yep. Like, the only one that was, like, decent was, like, me, like, laughing with my mouth open, like, and like the light looked, I don't You're know. Like, that's the one. That's the one. It just looked a little like porno ish, you know? So I titled it like Farts Are Sexy. And then I got like 140,000 views like in like a month. It was crazy. You know, you know why though, right? Totally. It's the, the fart fetish community. They're no, that's, all... not, that's not why. Let me tell you why right now. They were why? like, Scary Spice from the Spice Girls is, uh, is doing fart jokes while she's pregnant. Yeah, get into it on fire, you know. Totally, I look like Scary Spice to you. Maybe. I mean, huh? we got anybody out there that might agree with it? Anybody out there that wants to tell us no, yes, and nay? I mean, come I on, don't know. anybody. Morda Mordecai's turning us into the FBI right now as we speak. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> fuck that guy. What, what, what was the comment? Here we go. That was the comment this motherfucker <laughs> posted. <clears throat> Who the fuck is this guy? That's I don't know. Kind of like. looks like. Kind of looks like that. What was that one? Andy. Andy. What's yeah, his name? Yeah, that motherfucking <laughs> little midget guy. The one with that uh, disease Mil where he doesn't get old. or Milikonis yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um. So anyway, this video I had like some. I put some clips from movies in there, and it got flagged for like you know copyright, and so it got taken down on YouTube. Really? Yeah. And then huh. I had more people sending me questions, and this one guy asked me. You know, he asked me how he's like, I have a fart fetish and I want to find a girlfriend that will like be okay with it. 
What so, the fuck? Yeah, so I read his letter uh, like on on YouTube and like try to give him advice. It was a letter? Oh my gosh. Well, you know, like a YouTube message when you were allowed to YouTube message. And uh, so I read it on YouTube and like gave advice and that video is still up. And I have another video about how to catch pink eye because like some kids are like, how do I get pink eye so I don't have to go to school? So a lot of the people that follow me on YouTube are like kind of part of this like fart fetish like community, you know? There's a and, community. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a community for it. And so I was talking to one of my guy friends and he's like, dude, like you need to like capitalize on this shit. This is your niche. And he's like, you need to start oh, making more videos. <laughs> yeah. And so I was oh. like, dude, you're right, you're right, you're right. So um, yeah, I'm like really excited to see like just the type so of numbers I get on this. Doing that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That, Not that only is... that, but I mean like it's with with being like talking about farts in a hu like a humorous way, there's gonna be like you know those guys that are like into farts that are gonna want to watch it, and then there's just people that think farts are funny that are gonna want to watch it. You know, man, I tell you right now, fucking Joe Madness does not love fart jokes, especially when it comes with women. I mean, I don't even want to know that you 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 females can do that. I don't even think it's possible. If I hear it, I'm gonna run the fuck the other way. You know well, it's saying? not like we're farting on the show. We're just like talking about like fart stuff. It's really funny, Joe. I'm gonna make you listen to an episode. Man, it's gonna be a hard sell. It really is. I don't know. Um, it's I, I can maybe understand for it. you. Yeah, I can understand it though. There's a lot of people out there that love. Um, dude, fart jokes are huge in Australia. They're huge in like, you know, England. Huge in America. I mean, come on. Everybody likes a good fart joke. I mean, is that what women do, though? Do they sit around and tell each other fart jokes? Is that what's happening? Uh, depends on the Maybe. That's the answer. All right. She answered it already. She was just like, yep, that's what it is. Not that's all women. That's what we do. Not all women. Some women. I mean, let me paint a picture for everybody out there watching. You women go to a bar. are true to their essence. Yes. Women that are trying to be like perfect and all like, oh my God, I'm a bad bitch and I have tons of people following me on Instagram and I don't fart and I don't poop and my shit don't stink. No. Here's the picture. Here's the picture though. You are at Walmart. You're at the bar, whatever. You're in the stall and then you hear it and you're like, yep, that's the one. I love it. Tell me more, please. Give me more of that. That's you, right? <laughs> I don't think I would ask for more, but I'd be like, yeah, girl, that was a good one. Let that shit out. I mean, have, I mean, dude, like, there's been times I've been on, I think part of it is just nerves, right? Like, the first time you go on a date and you're, like, nervous, and then, like, you probably eat something that you're not, you shouldn't eat. Then you're, like, holding in farts the whole date. And then as soon as you get in your car, you're like, ugh. <laughs> Man, if you guys are listening to this on the audio version right now, this girl, this comedian, is apparently all about the fart business. I mean, you talk about we got business. a fart, dude. I mean, like I've been eating like pretty good, so I really don't fart that much anymore. So, but I mean, what makes you fart though? I mean, is there a food out there that's like guaranteed to make you a little bit gassy? Beans, beans. The more you eat, the more you too. Is that real though? Is it real? Yeah, I mean, if beans are not prepared the right way, like anything with fiber, too, can make you fart, make you gassy. 
You what? need to do a fiber cleanse with your diarrhea problem. Man, I'm hoping it goes away tomorrow. I had a guest last night, right? I had a guest that was a singer. And, man, I, I mean, hours before I even jumped on, I was laying in bed. I was like, I don't, I don't, <laughs> don't want to do this. I already had the runs like three times. Today. What if I jump on the show and I'm like, ah! You know, and then I'm like running away from my own show and then. Just keep a bucket uh, right there. No one will know that you're taking a deuce. Right, with this green screen, and then, like, you have a toilet, the portable toilet, and you're like, oh, man, let me, let me go ahead and just uh, turn the mic off and then make a, make a happy face while I'm taking a shit. You know? Yeah, and I'll just know. tell a really long story. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> so what brought you into the podcasting game? Because, you know what, this has been a beautiful journey for me. For a lot of people out there, <clears throat> there's a lot of people out there that's just giving up on it. But you've been doing it how long? A year? Am I wrong? Two, two years. Two years. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I looked at your apple, though, and it kind of looked like a year. So I don't know. An apple? Um, I started, well, it's been like a year and a half. I started last right. winter, last January. Um, you know, I with my background in radio, I always wanted to like get into podcasting podcasting has been around for a hot minute like remember when the first ipod came out and there was podcasts people were like what's podcasts and uh, i want to say i've looked into it a little bit i think like it was the first podcast made in maybe like the 70 late 70s maybe early really 80s. that that far well yeah i mean I it wasn't it was called like a podcast really big. then they called it a podcast really yeah i thought podcast came from the word i it came from iPod. I thought it came from Apple, but I could be wrong. I just assumed that. Uh, you know, I don't even know because I've been doing this for a little bit. I mean, next month's going to be three years that I've been doing this. Um, I think since December, I've been doing the video thing, right? Mm -hmm. I built my page up and whatnot, and I've been doing the, just a video thing, and I've been going on and off with the audio because I was like... Man, do people really care about it? Am I going to make any money off of it? Are you going to make any video, uh, money off of the video? I mean, I don't fucking know. But, but do you it's, love just, it? it's just fun to me, though. I, yeah, I fucking love this. That's I all love that matters. It. This is the only thing that makes me excited for life. I mean, there's nothing else. Nothing else. I mean, I've done everything. I've, I've murdered people. I've killed kittens. I mean, we've had it. There you it is. fucking name it. Dude, and careful, Mordecai still might be watching. <laughs> ah, I mean, this is amazing, though. The shit that you can fucking say on the mic and nobody can censor you. I mean, you know what? Facebook can censor me, but I got iPod, I mean, Apple, I got Spotify, I got eight others that I'm fucking on. So if Facebook says, you know what, Joe, you're too much. Fuck your face. They've done it to me lots of times, but I'm, I'm going to keep going. I love this yeah. shit. Keep doing it, man. Keep doing it. What about you're, you, though? Why, why are you editing, though? What, why? I your know. eyebrows are amazing, by the way. Oh, yeah? You like the, the caterpillars? Yeah. I wish my eyebrows were that full. I edit, I edit just the video. It's not the audio that I'm editing. It's the video. How long does it take to make an episode? An hour or two. If, oh, my uh, gosh. 
three hours if you're including the time actually recording it and doing it. Now, if you're anything like me, while you're working at home, you are doubling up. You're tripling up, quadrupling up on, like, everything that you're fucking with. I mean, I am everywhere while I'm at work. And uh, I might, yeah, you know what? I might not be doing a great job at work, but, man, there is so much money to be made. That, too you know He's My too busy job. shitting on the clock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I fucking hate my job. It's fucking stupid. It's like the dumbest job in the world. Careful, your coworkers might be listening, and then you're going to get fired tomorrow. Oh, ain't nobody listening in the U.S. Believe me. Fucking, uh... Here's the thing, though. I don't know if you noticed it. I don't know how, how big your podcast is. But here's what I noticed. It's cult-like people, following. People in the U.K. love me. People in the mm. Middle East love me. People mm. in Mexico love me. It's the beard and the eyebrows. San Antonio's coming around. Barely. Barely. But, hey, man, people in the U.S., man, they're a tough fucking crowd, man. They're a tough South. They really are because they, they see it all. They see everything. Wearing uh, Los Angeles Clippers shirts, you would probably get a San, San Antonio following. <laughs> <laughs> man, you know what? I buy these clothes because they're cheap. I think I got this shirt for like two you bucks. You ain't got a Spurs shirt? Uh, not anymore. No, I, I threw away my Kawhi Leonard shirt because I got a little bit, a little bit angry about it since mm. he, he burned off. You know, he went yeah. to the Raptors and now he's with the Clippers. So, man, I just said, fuck that guy. You know, are you a sports fan? What are you fucking with? Um, I would say I'm an uninvolved sports fan. I, I mean, I was an athlete my whole life and I used to work in sports bars all the time. And when I stopped working at the sports bars, I just stopped Fooders. following the sports. Yeah. No, not Hooters. <laughs> Twin Peaks. I wish. I love Hooters, dude. Their wings are the bomb. Why does everybody say that? I've been there like one time and they Their were like wings the driest wings ever. Daytona wings, bro. And the crab cakes at the ranch. Oh, my God. I love I Hooters. Got, I just got one fucking word for you. Wing stop. Ew, no. no. Yep. No. I actually make my own wings, and they're fire. I make my own. Like, literally fire. Sauce. Like, when you chew on them, you're like, oh, my gosh. It's, like, so hot. And I'm in Arizona, so it's crazy hot. Yeah. Fire, bro. It's fire. What's the secret to wings? You bake them, and then you toss them in the sauce. Oh, all right. Yeah, I've seen that done before. Yeah. I, I want to say my girlfriend does that. So, yeah. You don't have a girlfriend. Man, you know what? I've been making her up for fucking years. So, <laughs> man, you you could be right, and maybe I don't have anybody. I'm just a sad <laughs> fuck like everybody out there in life making up people that do not fucking exist. You know? <laughs> That's the way of the world. What do we do? We make up shit. We, uh, I know guys that say they have girlfriends, so it makes them more desirable because everybody wants what they can't have. Why is and it? And then they act like they're cheating on their girlfriend with the chick that wants to be with them. <laughs> In our reality, there's like no chick. There's you and them. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, dude. Oh I've, I've seen it. I've seen it. People are crazy, man. You've seen it because you've been there. That's what it is. Nah. You were the other girl. Nah. I mean, I've been the other girl in real situations before, but not no more. Not no more. Why? Oh, when I was young and dumb, you know, I believe anything a dude would say. But now I'm like, what? 
I mean, what it, let's just break that down for a little bit. I mean, there's young and dumb, right? I yeah. believe anything the guy tells me. Yeah. What I mean, what kind of sweet nothings were they whispering in your fucking ear? You were like, oh, baby, oh, I'm, man. Just, I'm just really busy with work and building my empire. And, you know, I'm going to make I'm going to try to make time for you. What but fucking I year was this? Was this when Beyonce and Jay-Z got together? And they were like, oh, man, I need yeah. to build my empire. It was like, you know, early 2000s and shit. I mean, my my question would have been like, what fucking empire are you building, though? Because you drive a fucking Kia. You're fucking wearing knockoff fucking Hilfiger jeans. I mean, what kind of I don't think I ever dated guys that were, like, knockoffs. I do remember one time, though, that this guy was like, hey, girl, like, I'm going to come pick you up. <laughs> and he's like, uh, he was like, I'm going to pick you up. All I heard was Bentley. He's like, I'm going to pick you up in my Bentley. And he said, Bentley Civic Coupe. And he was making a joke about his Honda Civic. <laughs> So I go outside, I'm all looking for the Bentley, and he's like in his <laughs> the Civic, and I'm like, where are you? And he's like on the phone with me, and I'm like, I don't see the Bentley. And he's like... Oh, man. And you're like, that that one with the, the paint coming off? The bumper Yeah, dude, it, it was literally like that. Like, the paint was coming off the vehicle. It was all like sun. So what, <laughs> sun what happened after that, Phil? Did you uh, give him a break? Oh, I actually, we actually ended up becoming really good friends, but it was just so funny because I was like Ooh, when I was friend zone. Yeah, I was It was when I first moved to LA, so I was like, oh, this guy's picking me up in this Bentley, you know, and it was like a Honda Civic. <laughs> wow, that that is that is too much. I don't know. That's that's too much. That's that's a lot of lying going on. Where did you meet this character at? Well, he wasn't lying. He was joking about his car. He was trying to, like, lighten the situation about his busted car. And I literally thought that he was in a Bentley because all I heard was Bentley. Um, I met him at a nightclub, though. He picked me up, tried to pick me up at a nightclub. And I was like, nah, like, I hate it when guys try to talk to me in the nightclub. And um, he bought me and my friend a drink. And he was cool. He was really nice and respectful. So we exchanged numbers. And he's a good dude. He's a good dude. All right. He wasn't one of those guys that tried to, like, play me or anything. He was actually a really good dude. How do you know if they're trying to play you or not, though? I mean, the well, situation you... is real, though, where people are living double lives, right? Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, like, when I was younger, you know, I didn't really know any better. Now with, you know, I'm 34 now. Now I just, like, I'm on a, I mean, you grow, right? You have different vibes that you go through. I'm on a vibe now where, like, every day, you know, I meditate every morning. I set my intention every morning on, you know, what I want to do for the day. And the main thing that I always set an intention for is making connections with, like, like-minded individuals that want to be better and want to spread happiness and cheer in the world, right? So it's very, very few that I like meet people that are that have alternative motives and it's funny because even in my dating life there's been times where I've been like stood up by guys like I've gotten stood up a lot and I used to get like really frustrated about it but now I look at it like okay like that's that's the universe making room for me like room for what's supposed to be in my life like obviously that person's not for me that's why they're not here so I just let it go so I feel like if I'm always being my true genuine self and that doesn't like resonate with the other person, they disappear, right? Like 
if you met some, if you didn't have your shit together or you didn't know what you wanted in your life and you met this like amazing chick that knows what they want and you're not ready yeah. for that, you're going to be like, I, I can't, you know? Wow. I don't know. I've always been a, a dream chaser, you know? I've uh, been living in the clouds for a while. Doing Me too. Stuff. I'm a dream I mean, chaser too, but that doesn't mean everyone else is like that. It's it's hard though. It it really is when it comes to stuff like that. I mean, you're you're not wrong to you know multiple levels, but <clears throat> I mean, unfortunately though, there's a, there's a lot of people out there that just they don't ever believe that you're ever gonna accomplish anything and. They they just kind of think you're full of shit, you know. Yeah, that's sad for them. <laughs> oh man, I mean, if I woke up tomorrow and I was like, you know what, this show is never going nowhere. All the other shows that I do are never going nowhere. I uh, I would be one sad motherfucker. I really would. I mean, damn. I mean, I, I built this thing from, like, nothing. And well, if I'm people so are listening, it's going somewhere. That's how many listeners do you got? Do you get a lot? You know, I don't really know how many listeners I have. I Because um, I use Anchor. And Anchor gives you an estimated audience. But, ooh, excuse me. I'm getting burpy over here. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> sexy right you want to hear burps for the rest of the show somebody yeah. might somebody might want to hear that shit. um so like but i mean i get so i don't know like what my actual audience count is but i mean like a lot of my episodes have over 100 streams i have like 400 i think i'm close to like 450 subscribers on youtube now and I have like a couple thousand followers on Twitter. Like I'm not like big time, not or anything like that. But like I told you over the phone the other day, like, you know, it's all I care about is who wants to listen. You know, if you want to listen, that's great. I really stopped being you know, like, I'll oh, tell you how why do I get my numbers up. I'll tell you why I called you though. I've gotten so many fucking emails about people want to be on the damn show. Um, I don't even think I even knew if you were a girl or a guy. I was just like Lexus. That might be a dude. And then I, really? I, think I saw something like Lex Luthor. And I was like, maybe oh, it's yeah. a guy. Okay. So <clears throat> I've got so many fucking emails. It got to the point where none of them listen to any of my stuff, and they just they're they're pod whores is what they yeah. are. They want to jump on every fucking show that's available. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right. So I saw your email. I was like, I don't even know who this person is. And I, I saw a number and I was like, all right, call him. And then we, I think we talked for like five minutes. And I was like. No, we talked for a while. We were on the phone for like 30 minutes. 30 minutes? Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know. I, it felt like five minutes to me. I mean, I, I could be wrong, but. I'll look at the log right now. What are we betting? Oh, I got nothing. I got no bets. What? But my my fucking point, though, is that these people, they just want to be on a show. They just want to be on a show. And it's gotten so irritating to me that... 24 minutes. All right, 24 minutes, all right. We talked about if you... uh, 
if you wanted to be on the show, why you like the show or have you watched it. I mean, it wasn't anything crazy. It was just business. That's all pretty much it was. Yeah. Nothing too crazy. I kind of feel like if I get any more fucking emails, if any of it sounds interesting, then I might I might just give them a call, though, because yeah. there's, I mean, there's no reason to try to put somebody on the fucking, uh, on the show if they don't even know what I'm, what the show is about. Or they don't know anything about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, like anyone that asked to be on my show, I asked them to, you know, listen to it beforehand. Um, make sure that they want to be on it because it's a different style. You know, it's not like this whole just talk or whatever anything goes. It's there's a kind of a system to it. So, um, I've had some people that came on the show and weren't prepared, and then the vibe was kind of off, and then they wanted to redo it, and so. Well, you're talking about you, you filmed it, and then they were just like, nah, I need take two, take three. Yeah. Well, I mean, what do you say to that? That's crazy. Um, I mean, I've only had it happen like a couple times. Um, for the two times that it happened, though, I was like, yeah, I actually kind of would prefer that because I did, I felt like I was like really pushing with my character to try to make it more interesting, and to me it felt a little boring. So I was like, yeah, it's probably is a good idea to do another one for sure. Wow. Man, I don't I don't know. Um I I love StreamYard though. That's what I use. And Yeah, this is the first time I've been on here. It's pretty pretty cool. I like it. <clears throat> I like it because um it lets you download the audio version in the the video. Mm-hmm. And then you just kind of do whatever you want with that, you know, just and quickly you said upload this, it. This connects to Facebook Live. Uh, you could actually, you can do uh, Facebook, anywhere on mm-hmm. Facebook. You can do Twitch, you can do Periscope, uh, Linked, LinkedIn, mm-hmm. uh, YouTube, if you got one. Yeah. And you just go live just everywhere. I, mean, I like it's it. Just, um, it depends how much you want to spend, though. I mean, I think the the first one's like 25 bucks, and mm-hmm. that gives you like three options, though, wherever you want to go. So. It kind of depends on what you want to do with it, but if you got like a, a computer or anything, I mean, you can do a lot of stuff with it. Um, yeah. Our, our other show, Tom and Molly on the experiment, they they put um they put a lot of stuff on the on the computer, and I mean, we just kind of just roll with it. I just kind of show up, and they they take care of all that stuff. So that's cool. It's pretty golden for me. But yeah, that's yeah. what we're looking at though. Next week, uh, Wednesday, we're looking at uh. Putting on, I mean, they said it couldn't be done. They said that nobody had the balls, the ovaries to do it. And you answered the call. You're the one. I so, got them ovaries, son. I mean, I'm thinking, though, I don't even know if we can find anybody, any other fucking comedian, though. I mean, if it goes well for you, I mean, I don't know what your expectations are, or high or low, or what's going on with you. Never have any expectations. Just do it. I mean, if, if it goes good, I mean, if you're, if you're willing to come back on and sing, that would be awesome. Um, eventually, we'll have you on the show if yeah. you want to be on the show. Um, I mean, my vision, though, is just to, to make a podcast that, that nobody's fucking doing, though. Nobody, mm-hmm. Nobody's trying to do because it's too much work. They think that it can't be fucking done. So... Man, it's just it's it's so much uh, so many ideas out there. 
I mean, having a comedian on doing a set, I mean, to me, that's fucking amazing, though, because I've talked to them and they were like, nope. I mean, I'm thinking, though, I mean, if you're you're a professional, I mean, you make money off of this. You tell me that you can't jump on and do your show. You can't come up with nothing. I mean, I don't know. Call me crazy, though. I mean, I'm not a comedian. I mean, I'd love to try it one day, but, you know, it is what it is. I'll try it eventually. I mean, um, I think a lot of comedians, especially more seasoned comedians, they have this mentality, right, that um, never do a show for free. But, I mean. Oh, the glasses are coming off. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, getting very serious. And, uh, um, but, I mean, like, I mean, wh- where, are the, where are the paid gigs right now? You know, like, I've, I've seen some Zoom shows for like 10 20 bucks which yeah i mean if you got on every zoom show and every single one was paying 10 20 bucks i mean you could could make some good side money doing that that's a real thing though people are sitting on the zoom i mean i fucking hate zoom i I think it's stupid i think it doesn't work i think it's too much i mean there's too many people on at once in my opinion I saw this virtual mic where my friend that's a gamer had set it up and it and it has like it literally is like everyone has their avatar and you're in a bar and you're actually going up on stage and talking on a microphone and people can like laugh and talk and um it was pretty cool. It was the first thing that I saw. You tried that was it? Like, I just went and watched. I didn't actually try to go up. But um it was like You haven't when, done it yet though? <clears throat> I don't know if he's still doing it. I, I haven't seen him post about it, but um, it was pretty cool. You know, in my opinion, like you stated, though, you gotta you gotta get with the times, though. You you gotta be able to be open minded, be able to do whatever's popping out there at the moment, though. Yeah, for I sure. mean, if the Zoom thing is is the thing that everybody's doing and everybody wants. I mean, why not try it? I mean, you know what you're doing, right? I mean, try you, you jump it. on those things. Like it. <clears throat> You haven't tried it yet, though. This is a, a totally oh, different I've, piece for you. I've done, I've done a Zoom mic. I've done like an online mic. I've done a couple IG mics. Those are pretty fun. Walk us through that for everybody out there that hasn't uh, participated or been through that experience. So you know how like you can go live on IG and you could pair someone in the chat just like we're doing right now where it's two people? All right. So... um when you're in IG on a live, um, anyone can request to be in the video with you. So what the host does is, um, you know, they say, if you want to sign up, sign up. And then they have a list. And then when it's your turn to go up, they have you come into the live with them. And then you have like so many minutes to perform. And it's weird because the only person that you can hear laugh is, is the host. Uh, (laughs) so so they're kind of helping you out, though. They're kind of a little bit, yeah, doing. yeah. So it's kind of like you're telling jokes to a friend. So at least you get some laughter, and that was cool. I actually got a few new followers from that, and also got to connect with a couple of other comedians. So that was I enjoyed that. What do you think are the hurdles, though? That that happen to be though. Just I mean, it's different though because you don't hear it, like you said, right? I mean, you don't have the crowd. I mean, are you able to see the the comments or the laughing emojis or anything? Um, yeah, you can see that for sure. Um, sometimes it's delayed. So, I mean, it's just like when you're practicing a set, you just kind of have to like, you know, you can't really wait for the laughs. Um, just do it. 
What's the setup like, though? I mean, are you are you doing the same thing like right now? What you're doing, or do you got a little bit more lighting? Do you have something else, or? Um, I mean, yeah, it just kind of depends. Like, I think I did one in the when I was in the bathroom, not taking a shit or anything, but. <laughs> you in the bathroom? In the ba- just doing comedy. Yeah, I was yeah. in the bathroom doing comedy. <laughs> and your daughter goes up to the door and she's knocking. She's like. You better be taking a shower. <laughs> yeah, she's funny. Oh, she's man. Support for my comedy, for sure. What do you... Do you have any advice for anybody out there that wants to do comedy? Do it. Is there, I mean, is there, like, a book you can read? Is there, like, a manual? Do you just kind of just get up and do it, or what? Just do it, but there are some good books out there. There's the Comedy Bible. That's a good one. It's called um, the Comedy Bible. Yeah. Yeah. But just do it. I mean, it's trial and error, dude. I mean, just with everything else. What is your worst experience, though? Have you ever gotten up on stage and then you've gotten like nothing? People are just staring at you. Yep. That's got to be a humbling experience, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, what did you feel, though? Like, I struggled for a while with like trying to figure out what my character was going to be because, like, when I lived in LA, like, my hair was like really long. I had like really long, beautiful hair, and I would always like, you know, dress up and have like my makeup all done. And, um, one of my guy friends was like, that does comedy. He's like, yo, bro, you got to dress it down on stage. He's like, you're too hot for comedy. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah. He's like, being an attractive woman in comedy you have to dress it down so he's like uh start wearing your hair up and wear like a hoodie and jeans and like some glasses and try that and see do the exact same set same crowd and see like what happens so i started doing that and it was like ever since i started doing that i never had any problems but then also like my confidence has raised so there's been times where i have gone up like super snazzy and dressed up and still killed but that was like when i was still kind of like in my you know two years of doing it two or three years of doing it so he told you hey bro you gotta you gotta lesbian it down yeah and that's kind of i that's kind of how i dress i kind of dress like a lesbian is that where you came up with the character the poncho and the glasses and everything is that part of the whole shtick is that no, I don't think that's a lesbian look. The character, well, maybe an old lesbian. I mean, what do you? What was your your thoughts behind the the character? I mean, is that what you do on stage, or do you do something else? No, on stage I'm just like you just yourself. Me, maybe like a slightly all all alternative version of me. Um, no, the character is like I grew up in Oregon, so grew up around a lot of hippies so my idea was like you know a kind of a liberal white woman that you know has a garden and has like all kinds of herbs and you know the homeopathic woman like that was kind of like my idea super wow. open-minded kind of a old spinster so you're a hippie at heart and oh, totally, you're from yeah. Oregon mm-hmm. what do you think about the whole uh what is it autonomous uh, nation they they created and then just quickly as it came up it came down in Oregon. What are you talking about? You never heard of it? I think they called it Chop or something like that. I don't. I'm not. I don't know what you're talking about. Really? It came yeah. out of like Portland, Oregon. Are you talking about all the shit that's going on there right now? Well, they, they actually came up with the country within itself in Oregon, mm. and. 
Yeah, it was a black guy that was leading up the, the pack, the movement, and they they pretty much just uh, they took over this uh, this police department, right? The police department just kind of handed it to them, and they when did this happen? This whole, uh, I want to say like a month ago, maybe oh, a couple okay, months yeah. ago. They like they blocked off like a six block radius in downtown Portland and wouldn't let. Like, I mean, it was ginormous. Happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about that. What do you think about that in your own hometown or home area? Yo, I mean, <laughs> I, said, yo. I mean, I mean, that's just like people taking power back into their hands. I mean, I, I have no problem with it. Man, that was uh, that was something else, though. I don't know. Um, if I had the manpower and all the guns to create my own country, <laughs> I'd do it. I mean, what do you think that the future holds for America? I kind of always kind of felt like uh, we're staring down the barrel, right, of a civil war. I mean, call me crazy, call me right. I mean, this is kind of what I believe. Just, just taking a look at the landscape everywhere. People are, I mean, we're talking about white people have their militias. Black people have their militias. Um, Latinos have their cartels, that bullshit. I mean... There is so many guns in America. I mean, at any given point in time, if they want to fuck some shit up, if they want to get together and work as a team and just kind of overthrow the government, I mean, there could be a big battle, though. I mean, you got a lot of retirees that are like ex-Navy SEALs, ex-Marines, whatever. I wouldn't be surprised if I saw, if we see in our lifetime Americans creating their own secret society amongst the people to fight against the government like a cult or something you know you don't think that's already a real thing i'm not saying that it hasn't happened i'm just saying i wouldn't be surprised if we see it happen in our lifetime it probably How is would already you see happening it happen, though, if it's already like secrecy, when the war right? starts and then you're gonna hear about this new group and you're gonna be like who the fuck is that and then quickly are you gonna realize who they are right mm-hmm I mean, what side are you going to be on? Are you going to be uh, for side America? I'm going to be minding side... my own fucking business. That's what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> but at some point, though, you got to pick a side, though, don't you? No, I don't, dude. You don't. You, you just got to live your life, and then that's it. I'm, I'm by then. I'll have like a piece of land in the middle of the forest or some shit, and <laughs> have like five Fabios to impregnate me and procreate. And wow, that's you your know. dream, huh? Not my dream. I'm just saying if I if I have to help. Uh, <laughs> How do you recruit humanity. these Fabios? Where are you getting them from? Uh, you know, like Hinge and Tinder and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! What was the first one I heard? Tinder. What was the other one? Hinge. Hinge. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, are you talking about like one certain SugarDaddy.com? You know all those. So you, you might get the the older cats. Yeah, their sperm's still good, isn't well, there it? You go. I don't know. I don't know anything about that. But <laughs> so, are you picking like a certain race of people? Like, are you going for nah. all the rainbow, or are you just whoever nah. wants to sign up? Uh, obviously, there's going to be some, you know, um, characteristics I'm going to need to look for. So, you know, probably like one like super intelligent dude. You know, one dude that has, like, really great athletic abilities and has, like, a good, you know, 
good uh, muscles. Maybe one guy that's like super artistic and like wow. music or art or something like that. Um, maybe another guy that has like super like amazing energy. And then like uh, <laughs> oh, what the fuck? Maybe you know a guy that's good with computers, a guy that's good with math. That's a lot uh, of guys, though. That's a, that's a hell of a lot of guys. Have you ever read uh, what's that book called? Sex at Dawn. No, I never read it though. What's it about though? It's about uh humans' history with like sex and how back in like the tribal days when a woman got pregnant in the tribe oh every dude that had ever banged her stepped up as the father and they all treated that kid like it was their kid that's your dream no i'm just saying like that's how that's how like that would work yeah i mean think about it now it's like you know like there's like single moms and stuff Oh, yeah, the real heroes of America, right? Right, but that's not how it's supposed to be. So technically, like, every guy that I ever slept with before, you know, when I before I had my daughter, all those guys would be stepped up to the plate equally raising my daughter. That's how it's supposed to be. (laughs) That's how it was back in the day. Can you imagine if it was like that now? Like how... What year was this? I don't know, like... Before Christ? I don't know. <laughs> They're like, uh, before religion got in, embedded in everybody's lives. <laughs> yeah. Are you are you religious? Um, I consider myself Christian conscious. Wow, I've never heard that before. Explain that. Um, so I grew up Christian, and I had kind of, at one point, kind of um, went away from my faith and started kind of exploring other religions and had questions, just like pretty much anyone else that grows up religious, I think. And um, I think a lot of Christians have what Jesus was trying to teach us wrong. Like they take a lot of the scriptures out of con- uh, out of context. Hey, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Just creeping. She's <laughs> <laughs> Ow! She's photo bombing or whatever, video bombing. She's video bombing. She podcast bombs me all the time. Um, but I think a lot of um, Christians take a lot of the things that Jesus said out of context. Like they turn Jesus into like an idol when he's not necessarily an idol. He's teaching us how to be conscious and how we're supposed to live. All the things that Jesus did. Uh, that Jesus did, he's trying to teach us that we can do it too, that we have the power to do it too. Wow. Yeah. But who was Jesus though? I mean, if we're going to talk about religion and we're going to talk about Jesus Christ, right? Um, Then you gotta, you gotta say though that uh, he was just a crazy guy. They just went around talking nonsense and a handful of people started believing him. And then more people started believing him. I mean, if that were happening today, how many people would jump on that fucking crazy train? It is happening today. I mean, there's so, it, there's so many people out there that are talking about, um, what does that mean? Um, I mean, there's so many people out there that are trying to teach people how to get in touch with their personal superpowers and 
you know, get t- people in touch with like, we have the ability to like heal our bodies and actually heal other people. And there's lots of people out there that are being advocates of teaching humans what we're capable of, you know? Advocates of teaching humans what they're capable of. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, I mean, one might say that you're kind of full of shit, but I mean, who knows, right? There's a lot of fucking comments coming in. Jeez. Yeah. Can you make homophobic jokes together? <laughs> Do you want to make a joke with them? I, I'm not homophobic, so. Oh, there you go, gay. I love homos. She doesn't want to make jokes with you. You like homos? <laughs> oh, yeah. Gays are the best. Lesbians are would cool, you, too. Would you ever, like, uh, you, you talk about Fabios, though. What about Fabias? Right? What, what's a Fabia? <laughs> well, probably a labia. I mean, that's it's probably the other word, right? How about racism or sexism instead? <laughs> you're you're gonna ask a. <laughs> that's a, multi, a lot of stuff. A multiracial Jeez. female to make jokes about racism and sexism—that's hilarious. So what do you what do you mix with? I am um, obesity jokes. Jeez Louise, um, black Italian, and I guess I got a little bit of Cuban in me too. Black Italian. Yeah. Wow. There's another one. Jeez. Steve the man must hate himself. <laughs> it's like one of everybody else. Let's do That's obesity a lot jokes. Of yeah. Okay, I got an obesity joke. Yo, your mama is so fat. She needs a whole mattress as a tampon. Yeah. <laughs> So he thought it was funny. There you go. Yo, your mom is so fat, you can't take her out in Texas in heels for a date because she's going to strike oil. You know what I'm saying? No. Wow. That's, that's oh, terrible. man. This guy just went the other way with it. Yeah. Do you know that people are artistic because our government makes us take vac- makes us take vaccines? There's Ooh, a tw- I heard about that. There's yeah. a twenty percent. Okay, so if a, when you, as a parent, when you're gonna go take your little boy in to get shots for measles, or a little girl, or a little girl, right? There's a point zero 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 like two percent chance that they'll get the measles without getting the vaccine, but there's a twenty five percent chance they'll they'll get autism from the vaccine. That that's crazy though because that one thing about the vaccines though they they never improve on the the science they just yeah. keep giving you the same bullshit and they keep adding more and more and more. They said that uh, here about maybe a decade. You're talking about maybe fifty percent of the children being Yo, born. Get this guy out of here. Are going to be have like autism. Shit. What's he saying? The black skin he's, goes he's everywhere. Talking about anyway. murdering black people. Oh wow. All right. Love yourself, buddy. All right. Won't post his comments anymore. I didn't even realize they were <laughs> racist. Right. What evs? What On to the next. But yeah. Um. And then like, there's like you know sugar that negatively affects autistic people. Actually, sugar is like poison to humans in general. Really? Yeah. Sugar cane. Sugar cane. It's, it's poisonous. It's not good for your body. Um, you don't I take in any of the uh, the beautiful sugarness anymore. I mean, I love sugar. But <laughs> You're like, I fuck, use- man, give me some ice cream. <laughs> I actually use this stuff called monk fruit. Um, it's uh, 
a sugar replacement. Monk fruit? Is that what you yeah. said? Yeah. Uh-huh. Tastes just like sugar, and you can use it as sugar. Like, you can make Kool-Aid with it. You can bake goods with it. What so does monk good. fruit look like? Where do you get it at? It kind of looks like a Coke. Well, where you can get it anywhere. Granulated, just like sugar. You can buy it at like Sprouts, grocery store, like anywhere, really. Um, do you have Winco where you live? Uh, you see here about Winn-Dixie. That's a thing. Winco's like a, a grocery store, and they have a bulk section where you can actually like buy it in bulk. But um, Ooh, I, I think you just had a little person run across the screen. Yep. What do you want? Go ahead, shut my door. We got a lot of crazy comments tonight. You know, you know what I think this is? This, this is a result of having a female as a guest. Oh, I think that's what me. it is. Blame me, Joe. Blame me. Just like everybody else in the world. You know what? You need to look at yourself <laughs> and start taking full responsibility. <laughs> For your own life. Well, I mean, am I wrong, though? Like, whenever you have a female guest or somebody jumps on the mic that has a vagina, <clears throat> something happens. The pheromones go through the screen, and it drives men crazy. Doesn't well, it? Well, the pheromones are strong because I am on my period, so. Oh. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that's why you got the robot. Why does that make men robot. so uncomfortable? Like, I am literally bleeding my soul out right now and talking to you at the same time that really means something doesn't it yeah i mean that's that's really appreciated because i've heard that when you're on your menstrual cycle it is uh it is like death just over and over every day you wake up it's death next day it is can death, be so it's gone. it used to be mine used to be really bad but when i started uh like really cleaning up my diet and taking care of my body um i don't have my cycle's not as painful as it used to be but um there yeah. might be a lot of women out there that might listen to this that might fucking hate you. I don't know. Yeah. Could happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's what I mean, what advice though? I mean, let's just make an advice hour though. I mean, what what advice do you got for females out there that are like, ah, my fucking period hurts. I can't fucking take it. I mean, what do you got? I don't know. Starts with what you're putting in your body. Food is medicine, you know. No sugar. Yeah. Yeah, definitely no sugar. What do you put in your body? What is it? Um, so I actually do intermittent fasting. So I've, I've read, um, so my background is actually physical training or personal training and, uh, nutrition. And so oh. I've studied like every diet that there is out there. And the one that I've been kind of exploring lately is the 80, 10, 10, which is, um, humans were made to eat fruit, be fruitarians, which totally went against like what I believed in for years. Like I did keto for a long time. Like I'm a blood type O. So I love to Ooh, eat keto and all that. But, um, so what I started doing like a three years ago, I started intermittent fasting, which that changed, um, a lot for me as far as being able to stay in shape. And then this year I started, um, doing, still doing intermittent fasting. So in the morning I actually stopped drinking coffee so I'll drink kombucha. Um, do you know uh -oh. what kombucha is? Yeah, it's some crazy-ass tea that tastes a little funky. Yeah, yeah, it's like probiotic. So I kind of reset my gut and 
drink that first thing in the morning. Well, water, then that, and then I drink water. And around noon or one o'clock, I'll make myself a fresh squeezed juice with my juicer. And then I'll snack on fruit most of the day. And then I have one cooked meal at night. Ain't that a bitch, though, when people do exactly what you talk about doing, and then they die in, like, a week? I ain't dead. That's the face of death right there, the one you just made. The one that you, you fucking die. And then that's the face you make whenever you realize that maybe it wasn't such a good idea to drink kombucha, and then your fucking uh, squeezed juicer teas or juices, right? You ain't going to die from eating foods that come from the earth. There is a lot of people out there that have done what you're talking about. Oh, really? Show me the fact. Can you fact check that? Can you fact check that? Well, you know what? There are lots of Facebook fact checkers that uh, like to fuck me up. Yeah, that can fact check things in less than five minutes. Oh, let me just, you know, let me just, like, log into my FBI account and find out if the FBI searched this or not and totally debunk it in five minutes or less. So stupid. The FBI are a bunch of liars, though. They, they sell a lot of funny business. Right? Or wrong? I don't think you're wrong. Where did you get this uh, information that this is the way to live? I mean, obviously, it probably I'm, doesn't I'm work. I'm not. Forever, right? I, I mean, I'm experimenting for myself. Oh, experimentation. Okay. Yeah. Right now, it's working for me. I feel good. My energy is high. Um, I do every once in a while treat myself to coffee, and usually when I do, I kind of regret it because I get really anxious and my heart starts beating like crazy. It's like there's so many things that we put in our body that really messes us up. Because um, we're supposed to be in a, you know, circadian rhythm and we, uh, you know, we're supposed to shit first thing in the morning. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. a troubling thing for a lot of individuals in America, though, right? Around the world. But they, uh, man, they cannot shit. I mean, it's Someone predominantly said... something in the female community, though, right? Mm, I think it's all across the board. Um, someone made an observation a while ago that really stuck out to me. It's like, okay, people... People go to a coffee shop and they drink caffeine to like chill and vibe out. But then they go out to a nightclub at night and drink alcohol and get like hyped up. Wow. Right? That's that's crazy, right? It's backwards. And that's like four loco in it, right? Without, uh, you know, you're skipping a couple of steps. You're just four loco in it. And then you're dying. So there you go. So what about this homophobic stuff do you like, though? Uh, you're talking about maybe uh, maybe you're you're big in the gay community. I mean, I'll tell you right now, guys that are gay fucking hate me. Because I will ask them the most uncomfortable fucking questions. Because I don't know. I don't know. And the one thing I was told as a kid is if you don't know something, you fucking ask. And they get mad. Why? I don't get it. I mean, do you like, do you try to like kind of give a little premise? Like, hey, look, like, please don't be offended by anything I ask because I really don't know. Can I ask you anything? Like, do you like. You got to do that and it just makes it. I mean, I would. Okay. I mean, I would. Just like, I mean, one of my best friends is gay. Actually, my comedy husband, Patrick Aiken. I mean, I'll ask him if he'll come on and you can ask him a bunch of questions. You probably oh, do wow. it. He's sassy as fuck, too, dude. He's super smart and funny. He's sassy. Yeah. 
I'm going to get a lot of stats. I mean, it's like. I'm going to tell him, he, hey, you know what? You got you to hold the sass at the door, brother. You know? But his sass is different because he comes off like, he comes off kind of like a straight type of dude. Like, you know, he's very like, you know. I'd love to talk to him. You know why? Because I would be like, if you want to suck a dude's dick, like, how do you propose that thing to the well, you, person, you know? Well, you know, gay men, like, they almost, like, communicate, like, telepathically. They just, like, look at each other. Really? And they do, like, they're, like, and, like, that means, like, we're going to go fuck That's what man. they do? They do that face right there? <laughs> I don't know. Is that? I don't know. If I saw that one, they, I'd be, like, They can, like, literally look at each other and be, like. And then next wow. thing you know, they're getting it on. They're getting it. They're getting it on. Yeah. Oh, man. They might blow a lot of simpletons' minds out there. <laughs> I mean, think about yourself as a heterosexual man and how much sex drive you have and how aggressive you are, right? And then man, imagine- you know, I will tell you this, though. I mean, it's probably unwanted information. <clears throat> but there's um, many a times where I kind of felt like I wish, you know, the guy downstairs didn't fucking work. Because I feel like I would be more productive in life, and I would get so much more fucking done. Right. Because, I don't know, is it different for a female, though? Is it like... Everyone's different. Uh, you don't have a penis, man? I mean, you don't... I mean, I don't know what it is. A, a vagina woman? And then they're controlling everything that you're fucking doing. And it's just... It's too much. It's too much. Back is killing me. Well, I mean, like, imagine if you had, imagine if your girlfriend. My imaginary girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, your imaginary girlfriend. Imagine if she had the same sort of sex drive as you. Is that a ring? Do women have that? Some do. I mean, she claims all day that she's really horny all the time, but then. You know, I don't know. <clears throat> I feel like women, in a sense, can kind of like, they're okay, though, if they don't act upon it. You know what I mean? They're yeah. okay. They're going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, that's fucking hilarious. You're just like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I'm not a woman. I'm really a dude that just had my penis chopped off. I don't know I'm what's an, going on. I'm an on. alien. I'm from outer space, bro. What do you think about aliens, though? Is that a real thing? Yeah. I think some of us humans are half alien. I think black people are aliens. Why? They do a lot of amazing shit. I mean, you're talking about they dominate the world of sports. And fuck, man. It's just like, how do you run that fast? I how are you so built and you aliens. live on Cheetos? Cockroaches could be. That's a good one. And octopuses and squids are aliens, too. Now we're talking about sea creatures. All right. Dude, the aliens are in the water. They're in the water? Yeah. What do you know about this? Dude, there's like a whole nother world in the water that we haven't even started to tap into. So if you were an, a- if you were an alien trying to be undercover, 
and earth. Where would you go? The ocean. Wow. I thought about that. There's or a lot a of crazy shit under the world, though. Like, underwater. Yeah, Yeah, dude. It's... Have you seen that Mermaids, uh, that Mermaids documentary series where they had, like, those robot cameras go way deep underwater and they saw mermaids and shit? Like, real ones? They look like aliens, what? but they're, like, mermaid mermaid people, mermaid creatures. Where, I mean, where are you seeing this? What, what is this? Dude, look it up on DuckDuckGo. YouTube. What the fuck is DuckDuckGo? <laughs> are you still using Google and Safari and Chrome? Because you need to stop. <laughs> DuckDuckGo is another uh, search engine? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's a private search engine, so Google can't see what you're doing. Wow. So you, how long have you been underground? How long have you been in the, the deep web? Right. I don't even know. I have never been on the dark web. I kind of want to see if I can access it. I don't know how to, but I also don't want to because I know there's a lot of sick shit on there. Oh, man. You're you're opening up a whole nother can of worms. Plus, right? I wonder if you ever access it, if like the CIA would just come like bust through my door right away. What I mean, tell me what it is. What is it about you and the CIA and the FBI? Like, what are you so scared of? What are you What are you hiding over there? I'm not hiding anything. I'm just. You've seen the movies. It's just like what, bust what, in and one? take you away. Which one? All of them. Eagle Eye, Matrix. I mean, have you watched so you, Umbrella you believe Academy in the movies. yet? Umbrella Dude, Academy. Yeah, I've they're heard trying about to it. tell us stuff in the movies. They, have yeah, seen, I mean, I, have you seen yeah. Contan Contagion? Uh, yeah, it's, it's basically I haven't seen it yet because it's nowhere to be found. But it was um, on Netflix. What are you talking about? It's not on there anymore. Really? Nope. It's literally but, like what's happening right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's what I heard. Yeah, I mean, is it pretty accurate to what's going on in 2020? And that movie yeah. was made what in 2015, maybe? Um, I think like 10 years ago. Maybe a like, decade ago. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, the stuff that's going on right now is just nothing less than amazing, though. I mean, you hear about it, you've read the stories, it's growing up, but then you're going through it and you're just like, all right, well, it didn't really play out the way they're talking about. I mean, you're talking about toilet paper shortages, you're talking about the mask that people believe. For some reason, if you put a cotton mask over your face, that's going to help you. But at the same time, you're talking about the uh, the people that are working at the CDC with the real shit, right? the real harmful stuff out there in the world, they're wearing hazmat suits. They're wearing shit that nobody else is wearing. And there you are walking around with a fucking cotton mask with Gucci Nike plastic in your fucking face thinking that's going to help Yo, you. Like, fuck I your saw life. This, I saw this dude on Hinge and he had like it was like right after shelter in place started and like he had these selfies of him with this mask on and he had like a Gucci mask on and I'm just like really like there's I don't even know if it was real but there's like so many better things that you could have spent your money on well here's the thing though if you wear a cotton mask for one if you live in Texas if you live in Arizona you can't fucking breathe right so there's that now if you uh, I explained to the Uber driver 
right? Because my car didn't fucking work. And here's an ironical fucking story, though, because I took an Uber to the fucking uh, the place where you get your title. Mm-hmm. You, you pay your taxes for a car, right? And I'm doing that for a fucking car that doesn't work because I don't want to tow it away. I mean, it's more fucking money. It's more headache than what it's worth. So the first guy, he was a black guy. He was shitting on Obama, and I was like, Oh, the traitor Obama. And then I was like, all right, here it comes, right? Because anytime you say that to black people, most black people out there, you know, they just get offended. They're just like, I love Obama. Even though nobody knows where the fuck he came from. He just appeared out of nowhere, right? So that guy, I don't know. I let him talk because, you know what? He was an entertainer. He, He was. The second guy was wearing two fucking masks. Not one, but two. And then I looked at him. I said, you know what? Let me explain something to you, brother. Because I do a fucking podcast. I talk about Corona. I talk about the mask. Because you know what? That's what gets the fucking hits. That's what people want to listen to. Now, we're pulling up to an underpass. I'm looking at him. And I'm telling him. There's a fucking underpass right there. You're fucking Corona. The underpass is the mask. Now, how big of a fucking window of a hole do you have to crawl through? Because right now, we're looking at the underpass. You're tiny. That's a big fucking hole, brother, all fucking day. Now, what do you think is going to happen? You're, you're going to be able to get through a billion fucking times because you're fucking so tiny that you can't even see yourself unless you use a microscope. And that <laughs> blew his fucking mind. Because he was like, wow, I didn't even think of that. And I was like, are you trolling trolling me right now, homie? Because, I mean, really? You never thought about that? Microscopic particles, corona, bacteria, viruses. I mean, do you think think viruses, um, you you think putting a condom on your dick is going to help you from uh, AIDS? Is that a real well, thing? Is that what you believe So in? when you're talking about the double mask, I've seen some people do that too. And it makes me think about people trying to double bag their dick, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Two, two it's condoms. not a real thing. Like, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. not going to help you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're talking about holes probably this big and then fucking A's is just fucking hopping right through. They're just like, yeah, I still got this. All right. What is yeah. this? Man, people. So, yeah, I don't know. That's been the fucking show. This is the world-renowned Joe Madness show. We've had Lexis Charday on the mic, the comedian out of Arizona. Do you have any uh, anything else to tell anybody out there? Um, stay positive. Create your own inner peace. Inner peace. Inner All peace right. is where it's at. Now, if you guys don't already know, on the other show that we do, The Experiment, She's going to do a set, right? You're going to do seven minutes in the, in the beginning, in the middle, and at the end. Yeah, We're I'll try to bring that have... fire. You got the fire, do you? That's a, I'll try to bring that fire. I guess we're going to find out, though, right? Yeah. Let's see what you got. It's going to be a hot mic. I, also gonna I, have a... I uh, welcome the trolls and the haters to tell me if I suck. You guys are my favorite. You help me. Man, I, I love the trolls. I love the fucking haters. I mean... Without them, the world doesn't just go round. I mean, it just ceases to exist. For real. For real, for real. What do you got to say about the trolls and the haters, though? 
Are you a fan or are you a lover? Um, I'm a lover because uh, trolls and haters got a lot of growth to do. Um, they're just people that are hurting, so I just try to love on them. <laughs> ah, I don't. I'm not hating on that. That's beautiful. I love it. You know. So we're also gonna have uh, uh, Robert Wagner from the Little Wretches. He's gonna sing songs. Ooh, fun. Yeah, after the comedian, which is uh, Alexis Charday. So we're gonna have variety hour. We're gonna have two guests on the show. It's going to be fucking amazing. I don't know anybody else is doing it on a fucking podcast. And it's going to make it fucking work. So that's been the show, motherfuckers. We're talking about the world-renowned Joe Madness Show. And we're all bitches. <laughs>